All right, hello there, Generation One, Gen One community. It's Drew, excited to see you here this afternoon. And uh, I am recording this uh, just a couple hours before service time, so I'm not actually live with you in the moment, uh, but I am excited to uh, share with you some exciting updates. I also have some encouragement here for you. It's gonna be a little bit of a non-typical format, just because, well, this is the non-typical weekend. Lots of exciting things going on. And so stick around here because I have some big announcements to make, some great information, and uh, a chance to connect with you guys here as we are going forward. And so I just believe God's going to do something great with us here in the next uh, few moments here. So let's just open our hearts right now to what God wants to do and how he wants to move today. And so, Father, we just thank you right now for what you're doing. We thank you, Lord, for what you're saying. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for how you are inviting us in to a new season, a new era. And Lord, we just yield right now, Lord, to what you're doing. We yield right now to what you're saying. Lord, we are aware of you and we long, Lord, for you to show yourself in new and marvelous ways. Father, we just thank you for your presence that's here right now. Come on, won't you just invite him in? Come on, just invite him in. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for who you are. We thank you, Lord, for what it is you're doing and what it is that you're saying here right now. We just welcome your presence here. Lord, as a family, Lord, so much uh, is transitioning. God, there's so much happening in our personal worlds, Lord, in our, in our genuine community world. And so, Lord, we just ask that your spirit would just keep us soft, keep us aware, keep us open, Lord, of what it is that you're doing and saying, we just say yes to you right now, Lord. Yes to you right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll be the Lord has something so sweet for us today as we gather here in this moment. I'm also going to be gathering leaders, uh, key volunteers uh, at the new facility, uh, which gets us to this very quick point. We are moving Gen 1. <laughs> We're moving to a new location, and uh, it's a, a very exciting step for us. This is not... Um, uh, the type of move that's necessarily maybe the answer to every prayer that we have. Uh, it's more of a strategic step for us uh, to really begin to explore uh, what it would look like for us to purchase a building. So it's uh, we're having to make a move, having to get some things in order so that we can really make that big commitment and make that big jump. And so we are excited to be staying in Troy. We are moving just a, a mile or two down the road, and I'll get into that here in just a moment. Uh, but it is a new era. It is a time of new beginnings. And Gen 1, we're going to be celebrating eight years together starting next year. It's going to be our eight-year anniversary. Of course, eight is new beginnings, which we are excited about. And so uh, excited to see really what God's doing, what he's saying in this season because of that. And, uh, and so um, I really believe this is a, you know, Isaiah 61, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is seen upon you. And so this is the time for us to rise up, to arise and to shine for the glory of the Lord is shine upon us. And uh, that we have, we have something in us to give. We have something in us to begin to uh, push out into the world. And it's time for us to do that. And uh, renting, leasing space, 
uh, and in a long-term scenario is not the right step for us. And so it's time for us to put a little bit of faith on the bar and say, you know what? In this season, it's time for us to be settled. It's time for us to take our next step. And so we're excited to be moving into Northfield Hills Baptist Church uh, on Long Lake. It's basically Long Lake and uh, Coolidge and just a few miles away from where we've been meeting already. And so if you've been, uh, if you're familiar, uh, you know, with the Troy area, um, you'll know that it's just around the corner. Um, but I will share my screen with you here, give you a little picture of what this is uh, looking like. And so you can see, um, uh, you can see that there is, I presume not being very fun or, or nice. <laughs> okay, what's it asking for? It's asking for a password. Let's try this one. Um, so random. I don't know why it's doing that. I think we're sharing now. Excellent. Um, so yeah, so we are um, moving just, you know, as you can see uh, a little further north, uh, this is what was Zion Church, now Motor City. Uh, but we're going to be going just a mile up, a mile over, and uh, we're going to be here on the north side of the road on Long Lake, uh, right across from Troy High School, okay? And so what's exciting is the amount of property that's there, um, tremendous piece of real estate, and uh, lots of parking to handle kind of what we need. Um, but, you know, the real estate there is about six acres of land. And so there's a lot of land to do a lot of different things uh, while we're there. And there is uh, an opportunity for us to discover more relationship uh, with, uh, you know, the pastor that is there. We really believe there could be some opportunity for us to have some deeper roots at this location. Uh, that's about all I can say at this moment uh, to really protect the connection of the relationship and what we're talking about. Um, but there's a real opportunity here for us to take our next step and to discover what it is that God is wanting to do through that. So uh, Northfield Hills, uh, Baptist Church there at 1800 West Long Lake Road. 1800 West Long Lake Road is the address of our new location. So our first gathering will be next Saturday, September 12th at 4 p.m. Next Saturday, September 12th at 4 p.m. And we're just so excited to be able to host you, to have you, to see you and to celebrate what our next step is going to be. But more or less, we're really celebrating the process. And so uh, you'll see that this is a quaint facility. Uh, this is not a facility that's going to change our, our world uh, in the sense of offering a bunch of new functional things. It's really a lateral move for us into a, you know, just a, a, a satisfactory facility for us to explore what our next step is so that we can financially get in position uh, for what is next. And so this church is being willing to bless us with their facility, which is remarkable. Uh, they're not charging us. And uh, of course, we're going to give an offering to them each month because of that, but they're not charging us, uh, which is significant. And as many of you know, uh, facilities aren't cheap. We've often been in six-figure contracts on facilities. And so uh, we're shifting the priority financially so that we can begin to save money, prepare ourselves. Uh, we really believe there's a wave of real estate that's going to begin to be available post-COVID, and we want to be in position to be able to buy and to uh, commit ourselves to what is going on in this next season, this new era that we're coming into. So uh, would you just join me right now? I just want to pray for our family. I want to pray for what it is that God is doing right now. 
And uh, let's just put our hearts together here and let's just ask the Lord that he would show himself in a, in a profound way as we make this move. Father, we thank you for Gen 1. Lord, we thank you for this community of believers. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in this new season. Lord, we just open our hearts, Lord, to what it is you're saying, what it is that you're doing. And, uh, and so we just say yes, Lord, to the process and to opening ourselves up, Lord, to being led by your spirit. This is not a time, Father, Lord, to be weary and good doing, but to be focused, Lord, on what it is uh, that you are making available for us right now in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. We just bless this new season. We bless this step. Lord, we bless this ability to focus, Lord, for us to go in to do what it is that you've asked us to do. So we just say yes to that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. And so uh, we did, uh, you know, just a little bit of backstory as well with Motor City. Uh, we love Motor City. Thankful for uh, Dave and the leaders there. They've been very gracious to us. And uh, but of course, looking for contracts. Anybody who's leasing is looking for a contract uh, with long-term uh, implications. And uh, with COVID and some of the things that are going on, we don't really want to be in a position where we're dumping a bunch of money into facilities when we can't even really leverage the facilities for growth and for community at the level that we should be able to in a non-COVID type of scenario. And so, uh, really wanted to be wise with our money and uh, not just blowing our money out, setting it on fire on facilities uh, that we can't really use. And so, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. We're making some wise decisions here, some tough decisions, but they are wise decisions and wanting to make sure we steward well what it is that God has put in front of us. And so a real opportunity for us to say yes to what's next. Uh, and we're excited to do that. Okay. And so uh, I just want to give you a couple of updates, uh, some other updates that are going on. Uh, I just got back from Texas last weekend. And as many of you know, uh, I've launched a platform called Kingdom Reformers uh, with some other dear friends of mine, Dub Alexander, Brian Orr, Matt Gonzalez. And this was our third gathering in a year. And it's just so exciting, you guys. We had uh, about 150 people from, from dozens of states. And uh, I, I believe it's close to 28 states were represented uh, at the Kingdom Reformers event, which was so exciting. And as many of you guys know, I'm so passionate about Reformation. I'm very passionate about revival as well, but I love revivalists who understand Reformation and want to go change the world around them. And so uh, very excited to see uh, the Lord do that. And so I'd encourage you, engage that platform, Gen 1 community. A lot of exciting things happening there. We are going to Cabo San Lucas in February. And so I would love for you, Gen 1 fam, to meet some of your uh, extended cousins here at Kingdom Reformers. And so we are doing a four-day lab intensive February 24th, 5th, 6th, and 7th uh, in Cabo San Lucas. It's very exciting. Uh, the lab is going to be uh, $1,000 for the intensive. And so we are uh, just really wanting to help people build a reformational mindset and a reformational skill set. So this is really an opportunity for leaders who are building an organization that they want to have a reformational outcome. And so for those of you passionate about sex trafficking, passionate about abolition of any anti-slavery movement or abolition of the slavery movement, 
Uh, and so we are anti-slavery and we are abolitionists of the slavery movement. Uh, you know, if you're wanting to, you know, work in adoption and build, you know, bring uh, reformation there, criminal justice reform. Uh, if you're wanting to help minorities and people who have, who need opportunity, you know, no matter what it is, any cause of wanting to help people confront systems, uh, we would love to have you there and to help you build what it is that, you know, God is calling you into. And so this is an intensive lab over four different days with each of the four uh, of the Reformation Alliance, we call ourselves, uh, within this platform of Kingdom Reformers. And so uh, go to kingdomreformers.com, check that out. Um, I also have a nine-month school I'm launching with Brian Orm called Divine Intelligence, How to Love God with Your Mind. And so it's going to be a monthly school. We get together only once a month. It's not a high commitment and a high workload uh, we get together once a month. We will share for two hours. You'll get two sessions each month in that time frame. And uh, each month, we're going to be taking a part of uh, one of the nine major forms of human intelligence and giving a divine intelligence perspective and a biblical perspective, if you will, on that form of human intelligence. Basically, how do we begin to think with God in the things that humans think about? And how do we integrate the kingdom, the kingdom paradigm, our union, our identity, a supernatural perspective, a divine intelligence flow? How do we get into that? What does that begin to look like? And so uh, you can go to divineintelligence.co. I would love for you to join this school. It's going to be life-changing. Uh, we'll have people from all over the world, people already registering. And uh, we, have, um, we have about 100 spots. And so I, I think there's already... Uh, 25 or so spots have been taken. Uh, we do have uh, 17 registrations for Cabo, only 48 spots for that experience. And so, you know me, I love to train. I love to equip. It is my passion. I want to train. I want to equip you, get you ready for this next wave of what's going on. We can't just gather in buildings. We have to be people who are mobilized into the world. And I want to give you the skills to do that. And so uh, Gen 1 community, jump on board at these platforms. Be very encouraged. With Divine Intelligence, there is a uh, general student experience, but there's also a premium group coaching experience uh, where you can get time with Brian and I once a month, and we can specifically apply the things we're doing into your world, your experiences, the things that you're leading. We believe in you. We want to partner with you. So just go to divineintelligence.co, and you can grab information there on that, okay? Um, I also have uh, some new solutionary things that are launching right now, which is very exciting. Uh, you can go to drewneal.com and get more information um, on my courses that I'm launching there. And so I have launched uh, now a course to go along with the Thrive series. I've also launched a course bringing together the Uncommon Unity and the Vantage Point series. Uh, and so we've added some new Q&A, some new resources attached to that. So if you'd like to go through the course experience of those series, those are available. My course, Relearn Jesus, is up and running. Go grab that. That's life-changing. Uh, you know, Relearn Jesus as a reformer. Find out that he's better than you think he is. Uh, you know, Jesus is uh, not a Republican. He doesn't have blonde hair, doesn't have blue eyes. Um, wasn't a carpenter in the sense of how we think that he was. And uh, he's very different. And uh, we've oftentimes made Jesus in our own image. So I share the story of how I had an encounter with a Jewish rabbi 10 years ago. 
And it absolutely changed my life and allowed me to begin to have a value for the cultural uh, constructs and how it helps me to translate who Jesus really was as a first century Jew while also being the savior of the world. Go grab that. Relearn Jesus. Uh, it's a tremendous course. Um, along with these biblical courses, I'm also doing uh, developmental courses to help us really develop a solutionary mindset. So I did a workshop last month on solutionary mindset, how to solve problems, startup intensive. And so this is a group coaching experience uh, where I'm helping people get started. Um, any business, any entrepreneurial bend on it. It really is for any entrepreneur, what they're doing. And uh, which is really separates it from some of the kingdom reformers platform where that's a hyper prophetic kind of, uh, this is really for any entrepreneur, any startup, any hobby that makes money, anything that you started, I would encourage you go to drewneal.com. That's under solutionary labs. You'll find that startup intensive. And uh, you'll see solutionary growth form. Solutionary labs is the startup intensive. And you see my courses that have the, the biblical formation. And so excited to make the these things available for you. So uh, a lot there. So make sure you check that out. Excited to resource you and uh, to get you equipped to live uh, as God has called you to live here in the kingdom. Well, I, I wanted to uh, just be able to share with you for a few moments today, my heart towards, you know, Jesus was in the upper room. You guys know the story. He was in the upper room. And as he was there, he had the 12 disciples with him. And, uh, and so I, I'm saying the upper room, maybe it was the upper room. Maybe it was some other room. I don't know what room it was. He was in a, he was in a, he was in a sacred room. <laughs> and, and, and as it was there with the disciples, see, you know, he broke the bread and he said, Hey, take eat of this. Do it in remembrance of me. My body's been broken for you, given for the, really for the, um, you know, for the healing of our bodies. His body was broken, so our body could be restored. Of course, we had the, he had the wine, which was given for the new covenant, for the remission of sin. By his stripes, we are healed. Once again, there's more healing and restoration, forgiveness of sin. And, uh, and so this healing comes, body, soul, and spirit. Remarkable moment. It happened where? It happened around a table. And in this moment, Jesus altered the priority of how to have an exchange with him. And he began to include people into the process. Because he said, as often as you do this, gather around the table, do it in remembrance of me. And Jesus shifted the, the, the altar of worship. You know, in the temple of God, there was this idea that you would go into the Holy of Holies, the high priest would, and would offer the sacrifice and, uh, and then and, and give it to the Lord. And this, this opportunity of being in right standing with God happened when an elite individual, a, a person who'd been sanctified by natural rituals, would then go to get ready to offer the sacrifice. So we know that Jesus became the ultimate sacrifice, right? And so he eliminated the need for sacrifice in the temple. 
And then Jesus is bringing his sacrifice. He's saying, hey, my body is broken for you. My blood's been given to you. The experience of the sacrifice is now being put back together. It's being remembered. The members are being recollected. They're being put back together. As often as you do this, gather on the table, you remember or reposition, recollect, reassemble me. Something beautiful about this. Jesus at the table said that this is where you're going to have right standing with me. It's going to be when we as a community of people gather and we remember physically the body while also remembering mentally and spiritually who Jesus is and what he's done for our lives. There's beautiful things that are available at the table. Forgiveness is available at the table. Reconciliation is available at the table. Wholeness is available at the table. Sanctification, holiness is available at the table. Encounters with God are available at the table. And, and, and there's everything that we have need of actually is available at the table. Isn't it interesting that at the end of the age, when Jesus returns, physically manifests um, in his second you know, coming, there's going to be a wedding feast. And a feast is facilitated by what? A table. We need to understand what's possible at the table. Because when we understand all that's available at the table, we will realize how to remember Jesus. And you guys, I, we, we're about to go into a series that is going to allow us to fall in love with Jesus in a way like we've never done before, while also understanding the value of one another and this experience being a collective experience, not an individualistic experience, but it's a community that comes together. And as we come together, we remember him. Come on, it's time to go to the table. It's time for us to open our hearts for who he is and what he wants to do. You guys do not want to miss this experience. We're about to go deep. And what I want to invite you into right now is just this, this prayer to begin to open your heart up about what is possible at the table. You know, you sit at a table every week, you know, most of us every day. And we do things at the table. And God wants to be a part of these experiences, both spiritually and physically. And so I should invite you to begin to explore the heart and the depth of God and ask him what's available when I sit at the table and I remember you. There's something so sweet that God wants to begin to do in homes right now. And I really believe it's important for us to have the skills to know how to begin to bring the full reality of the kingdom into our home for our neighbors, for our loved ones, for those who are you know, anxious, those who are oppressed, those who are feeling the pressure of what's going on. How do we bring them into an encounter with the Lord? Well, it's going to be at the table. We're going to spend the next few weeks going after this, but I just want you to be wide open to let God come after you 
to love you, to equip you, to bring you into the reality of who he is in this time and in this season. And I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you right now for who you are. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for this reality of what's possible when we gather at the table. Lord, I just ask that our imagination, God, would just begin to expand. That, Lord, as we would begin to open up our hearts for the rhema, that, Lord, we would, it would push us into, Lord, this, this passion to want to search out the scriptures and understand what is possible when we gather at the table. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this inspiration. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. And so we just say yes right now, Lord, to this opportunity to jump in and to go after what it is that you want to do like never before. Father, we just say yes. I bless you right now. Little uncommon format here today. We're getting our new studio set up. We're getting our new broadcasting set up going. We're actually getting a new live location happening. So much transition this week. And so we are excited just to bring you forward into this next wave, this next experience that's coming for Gen 1. And uh, thanks for tuning in today. I hope this is encouraging for you. I hope this is exciting for you. Something good is about to happen. Bless you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.